Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best-selling, award-winning, world's-only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. Nessun Dorma from the opera Turn Dot. I will conquer, I will conquer. Welcome to Healthy Vision, the talk radio show that helps you conquer your vision loss. Dr. Edward Condrett is a board-certified ophthalmologist and homeopathic doctor, author of seven best-selling books. Healthy Vision is dedicated to bringing you the latest information for a lifetime of healthy sight and to help you conquer your eye problems. And now your host, America's favorite eye doctor, Dr. Edward Condrett. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Healthy Vision. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Edward Condrat, and thank you so much for tuning in. This evening, we are going to be talking about why a dental exam is important if you have eye problems. So this may seem kind of strange, uh, but uh, there's an inside joke that I often tell patients that if you have eye problems, maybe you should first see your dentist because there is uh, a strong correlation between dental issues and eye problems, and we're very fortunate this evening to have a brilliant integrative dentist on the air with us, Dr. Azadeh Azali, and she's been in practice for over 30 years and has a passion for using integrative therapies in uh, dentistry. So. Uh, Dr. Azali, welcome to Healthy Vision. Thank you so much for taking time to being on the show. Hello, uh, Dr. Kanja. Thank you so much for having me. It is definitely a pleasure to be on your show. Well, let's begin. Um, I guess all of us who are doing integrative therapies have a story. And how did you become interested in, I guess, looking at the whole body not to tooth, much like in my practice. I see people with eye problems, but you have to treat the whole person. So when did this change, or when when did you begin to incorporate this into your practice? Yes, yes. It happened after a contract with my own uh, situation. Back in late 90s, um, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and I was, uh, although... Spiritually, I was very ambitious, but physically, uh, my body could not uh, keep up with my ambition. And uh, that was really bothering me. So I started looking into the the sources of causing this problem for me and running some tests, including the heavy metal testing. And... um, I found out that um, being a dentist and in the field of dentistry exposed to mercury, my mercury level was high. Uh, And uh, that was basically one of the main reasons that I was experiencing that physical condition. As I did uh, clean up my body from the mercury, then I, my situation was handled and my, I gained my energy back 
and basically I would say my regular uh, active life back. Uh, from uh, that time, I became very interested in looking at uh, uh, dentistry more as a holistic approach um, rather than just looking at uh, an isolated problem in the mouth. Uh, of course, um, this was like the final uh, experience for me, but prior to that, I would see that patients come to my office, uh, you know, for second opinion, they were told that they need a root canal, and um, I would look at the tooth, I would then see anything wrong with the specific tooth that was bothering them, and nothing on the x-ray or clinical examination would not reveal any problem. However, as I was looking at their medical history, I would see that they do have some systemic problems. And uh, although uh, at that point I had not uh, exposed myself to uh, the knowledge about meridian pathways and, you know, uh, later on I uh, exposed myself to uh, this information, but I could see that there is something systemically going on that it's bothering their teeth. Uh, so, in other words, there is um, a, a two-way pathway. Uh, sometimes the systemic issues can manifest themselves with unexplained pain in the mouth or in a specific tooth, or vice versa, when there are cavitations and problems or, you know, Feelings that are uh, old and uh, they are leaking and are source of infection, they do introduce the infection in the body, uh, and as a result, uh, based on the theory of the focal infection, then you have an infection in one part of the body, uh, in the host body, then other organs become the effect of it, you know, the uh, it makes sense to me. And from that point on, I uh, dedicated my time in learning more about this and uh, also a lot of education uh, in terms of uh, my contacts with my patients, also in terms of um, speaking, having the educational lectures for different groups um, to bring that awareness that what is going on in the mouth has a direct relationship to the body. Yeah, you and I have a lot in common because when someone comes to me with an eye problem, of course I look at the eye condition, but I'm also looking at what's going on in the body, not only physically but also emotionally that might be leading to that particular vision problem. But one thing that I see very, very frequently is elevated heavy metals, in particular lead and mercury. And one of the first questions I ask my patients if they have elevated mercury is, uh, do you have mercury amalgams? And I think more and more dentists now are becoming aware of uh, the dangerous situation with mercury amalgams. So what do you advise uh, your patients? I guess two questions. Number one, if you see somebody, a patient who has a mercury amalgams, 
And uh, the other is if somebody does need a cavity taken care of with substance use. Yes. Um, let me uh, answer your question with an introduction uh, to my uh, cognition and uh, uh, about mercury. Uh, I was uh, two years in practice, which uh, I asked myself, I realized that there is a specific way of uh, uh, getting rid of disposing the excess mercury uh, after we do a filling for a patient. And I asked myself, if I have to send these extra pieces of mercury through a special service out of uh, my office and it is not good enough for our sewer system, would that be good enough for my patient? And from that point, I stopped using mercury uh, in my practice. I lost a lot of patients. Pardon me? No, go ahead. Uh, continue, please. We, we have two minutes to a break, but uh, continue with your comment. Sure, sure. Yes. And then from that point on, I stopped using the mercury, and, um, and um, I advised, went through the education of my patients. So basically, all my practices are mercury-free. Uh, because I strongly believe it's a very harmful uh, metal. And uh, to answer your question about if patients are coming that do have mercury in their mouth, what would I do? It depends on what's the situation. If the ceiling is very intact and it is not leaky and also if um, we do some testing and we, I see that they don't have a heavy metal mercury level, mm -hmm. I would not, uh, I wouldn't advise removal of it because the removal procedure also causes exposure. For patients that I do recommend removal, I have a recipe of juice and some uh, vitamins, regimen of vitamins and oxygen while they are getting the mercury removed to reduce the uh, damaging effect and, of course, high-speed evacuation and all the prevention placement of rubber Well, we're coming up to a break, uh, and you're listening to Healthy Vision, and with me is Dr. Azali. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about some of the links between dental disease and eye problems, and I'd like to talk a little bit more about the mercury amalgam issue. So we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Edward Condra, and with me is Dr. Azali. And I hope you don't mind, Dr. Azali, uh, be sharing with the listeners the way we met. Uh, you were having some vision problems, and you decided to sign up for my uh, Restore Vision Program, the year program, and you came to Florida for a week. And actually, I was quite honored to have you as the patient because you're a well-trained, uh, integrative dentist with a lot of knowledge. So. It was a good experience for both of us, and I wonder if you could share uh, your experience with, with the vision program that you went through. Sure, I, I'd be. Um, it would be my pleasure to do that. Uh, basically, um, you know, in month of May, 
this year when I went for my annual checkup of my eyes, uh, I, uh, the results were not uh, as always perfect, everything is perfect, and there were some early signs of some uh, potential issues, and immediately I started searching uh, for uh, a, a an ophthalmologist that has a holistic viewpoint and look at the systemic causes. And I was very fortunate that I found you through your book. I read your book, The Healthy Vision, and also, you know, I found your other publications, especially in the medical of IQ micro and I was fascinated by your approach and uh, your viewpoint looking at the eye issue. Uh, and during uh, my uh, few days spending in your program, it was really heartwarming that I saw people that were in a serious disease a condition after doing your program, basically it was uh, your holistic approach, systemic approach, every single one of these people had improved in their vision. And that was quite fascinating for me. And uh, I am so glad that I have this information, I have you as a of uh, knowledge that can help a lot of people that I would know or I come across in their lives that they're looking for solutions. And it's all basically based on this systemic approach. And one of the best that, you know, use the heavy metal testing and your discussion about the mercury and lead at home uh, it affects the eyes by um, the, not only um, blocking the energy level and all the toxicity create, but also by uh, not allowing the absorption of the essential nutrients and for the eyes. And so uh, our thoughts and our concepts is very similar. And uh, as I said, it was uh, very important for me to find that you have that approach. Uh, so, now, uh, we were we were talking about how important it is, and I agree with you that if somebody has mercury amalgams and they are not having symptoms and their mercury is not elevated on testing you're probably better better off just leaving the mercury amalgams alone. But if they do have symptoms and maybe they have an eye problem or their, their mercury is elevated on testing, then it's really essential that the mercury amalgam is removed properly. And also there's some follow-up treatment. So I wonder if you could talk a little bit about why this is important and why follow-up treatments are, are important. Yes. Um, let me just go a little bit into explanation of the importance of the 
she repairing the bodies um, before the procedure and then during the procedure uh, some protective measures and then the follow up um my uh, uh, regimen is that before patients are uh, exposed to removal um they are given some instructions and also uh, the um, uh, like cilantro juice which is um, a great uh, a scavenger for uh, heavy metals uh, drinking uh, the cilantro juice and with the uh, mix of other uh, vegetables a high volume of vitamin C and basically um, Uh, hydration, excessive hydration during the procedure, isolation of the uh, teeth, um, and also high-speed evacuation, and uh, um, also uh, instruction uh, for post-op instruction, uh, especially the day of removal, excessive, um, you know, hydration. Uh, to get rid of whatever it is against cilantro juice for the next seven days. And then the follow-up uh, is always important that uh, at the same time that a patient is seeing a dentist to see an alternative medicine doctor for conducting appropriate testing or chelation. Um, that if there is elevated amount level of mercury in the system, it needs to be handled. It cannot be just left out. Yeah, so it is important that, you know, you just don't um, cavalierly uh, remove the mercury around them and thinking that the problem is, is gone because many times uh, there's more mercury liberated in the body. And that's why uh, you need, I like the cilantro juicing because cilantro, I think Dr. David Williams said that cilantro is God's gift to mankind for removing heavy metals. And it has a strong affinity to mercury. And it also crosses the blood-brain barrier going into the brain to remove the mercury in the nervous system. And uh, many times I recommend to my patients that they have the additional chelation, the IV chelation which you commented on, to really go after the mercury that may still be in the body. Um, another, another big problem, dental problem that I see that's associated with eye problems are root canals. And more and more uh, integrative dentists uh, are realizing that root canals can cause a lot of harm to the body because they're a source of uh, toxic product and also they adversely affect certain meridians or pathways in the body. And I wonder if you could comment on uh, root canals. Sure. Uh, first of all, um, to acknowledge what you uh, said, uh, they are, uh, root canals are source of issues and problems. Um, the truth that needs the root canal, it needs the root canal because of the, an infection. That infection can be a chronic infection, And even if it manifests itself as an acute version of infection, it still the infection has been going on in the body for some time. So we are 
beginning um, with the with the situation that uh, a body has been exposed to the certain level of respect. And, and then during the procedure, you know, although uh, some doctors have some extra measures like using the calcium hydroxide in between the treatment, which is uh, um, um, uh, antiseptic material and it is highly alkaline, that, and uh, that uh, alkaline environment uh, is very unfavorable for the bacteria which uh, uh, can survive in more acidic environment. But it still the, the procedure uh, becomes uh, a compromise to the due to the factor, uh, two factors. One, no matter is done, it's still there is going to be microscopic leakages going on. And another factor is that if Moravian aspect is being instructed, so from energy level, from that perspective, root canals are intercepting with the energy flow. And uh, that is not uh, healthy. Uh, well, we're coming up to another break, and uh, when we come back, uh, let's talk a little bit more about these meridian channels that can be linked directly to eyebrows. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Healthy Vision, and we're talking about why a dental exam is important if you have eye problems. And with me is Dr. Azadeh Azali, and uh, we were talking about root canals. And I know in, in my office I have a, a, a picture of a tooth chart. So when patients begin to tell me about their root canals or dental problems, the first thing I want to know is what is the tooth number involved? And I look up on the chart. And it's very interesting that you can correlate uh, acupuncture meridians in different parts of the body. So often, when they do have a serious eye problem, it's involving the eye tooth or the liver meridian that correlates to the eye. So I wonder if you could comment on that, Dr. Azadeh. And also, do you feel that all root canals should be removed? Or what, what is your indication for removal of a root canal? Sure. Uh, let me answer the question about root canal first, uh, since uh, we were talking before the break. Uh, about this. Um, um, you know, I would look at each case individually based on the uh, condition, health condition of the patient, and also uh, after uh, inspection of the root canal tooth from a standpoint of radiographically and clinically and periodontally. When I talk about periodontally, I mean the periodontal pocket, the space that is between the gum and tooth. Uh, after all the evaluation, I would make a decision whether this uh, root canal tooth needs to be removed or not. And also, always when we remove a tooth, we have to think about the replacement 
how are we going to restore that truth? Because um, the teeth, uh, each uh, lower teeth are uh, held in alignment by the upper teeth, and also each teeth uh, are held in alignment by their adjacent teeth. So when one foot is removed, it affects the entire alignment of the um, mouth uh, of the teeth, which is called occlusion or bite. And that can begin introducing mechanical stress, which further causes the breakdown of the teeth, the stress out the teeth, and cause further root canal. It would be a vicious circle, which we do not want to go in, you know, enter that path. Uh, but if I see, I give you an example. I had a patient uh, that came to my office for a second opinion last year. Uh, she had, uh, a, she was a cancer patient, and uh, she was uh, refusing. She had refused to go conventional way, and. Um, had managed uh, to keep her cancer stabilized, but then in the recent months, the cancer was growing. Uh, and she came to me for a second opinion because uh, her first molar uh, on the upper right had an infection, and she was given this option of having a root canal. When I look at her history and when I look at the x-ray of the tooth, I immediately recommended the extraction of the tooth because we were dealing with the situation that at that point it was much more important to get the source of infection out of her system. And when we removed the uh, tooth on two of the roots, out of three roots, two of the roots had abscess attached to them. And, uh, of course, um, post-op um, procedures, you know, were done to ensure that all the infection was removed, and we removed the infection. And then I saw her on the follow-up later. She said that her tumor has uh, decreased in size. So uh, from that perspective, you know, uh, I look at it, what would be uh, the best solution for certain situations. Um, and in uh, regard to the Moravian uh, chart and pathway, um, which uh, in you know is a traditional Chinese um, medicine, um, yes, uh, I do uh, talk about this with my patients. I lecture about it. I bring awareness about it. And in fact, this very patient that I talk to you about. Uh, came to me from one of the lectures that I had, and it happened to be the type of cancer that she had was exactly related to the tooth number. So it was very scientific, uh, you know, evidence that there is truth about this fact. And um, uh, examples that I gave you that the patients that um, would come to the office and they were given you know, a recommendation for root canal, but there is no evidence of any problem in their teeth, that corresponding uh, organ is causing problems. For instance, eye teeth 
which are canines, which are also related to the health of the eye, also are related to the liver. And when the liver is overloaded, patients can come up with the sensitivity or discomfort on the teeth, uh, eye teeth. Uh, so I do use that as a diagnostic measure to come up with the proper treatment for patients. Yeah, there's a great book uh, called The Root Canal Cover-Up by George Many. Uh, I have a copy in my office. And any of you that are listening to this show and if you have a root canal, uh, pick up a copy of that book, The Root Canal Cover-Up by George uh, Many. And also, I think this would be an appropriate time. If the listeners want to get in touch with you, uh, Dr. Azali, uh, what is what is your office number? Do you have a website so they could get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, I give uh, one of the office numbers, uh, the Lake Forest location, but uh, uh, there are two other lo- additional locations in Rancho Pocomanga and San Bernardino, California, all three locations in Southern California. But uh, if uh, you call the Lake Forest office, you can be scheduled at any office that you uh, is more convenient for you. The telephone number is 949-581-8108. It's 949-581-8108. And the website is www a lifetimedental.com. A as Apple and then lifetimedental.com. Um, so, any, I, I think we covered the root canals, and I, I kind of like your approach. Uh, just because you have a root canal, you don't have to have it removed, but if you are having a health issue or an eye problem, and especially if there's a correlation, uh, because it's not a simple procedure to have a root canal removed. And as you mentioned, you need to take care of uh, uh, balancing the mop and replacing it with something. So it's not just simply you know, removing the root canal. You have to worry about the, the structure. Uh, yes. Again, uh, you know, it all depends on what is the situation. For instance, if the two adjacent teeth to the tooth that has a root canal they are in need of a crown, then definitely I would encourage the removal of the uh, this root canal and then replacement of the uh, space and the other two teeth with a bridge, with a three-unit bridge. Um, it, you know, it, what is the, the common sense? What would be the most ideal situation? But uh, when it comes to patients with health issue. I'm all for it. I don't recommend root canal on teeth, and then I would recommend removal of the teeth uh, that have root canal, especially if it is matching um, the meridian chalk. Meridian so we're coming, up, we're coming up to another break, and uh, we come back, we're going to be talking about cavitations or hidden infections. And this can be a, a very serious dental problem that is linked to eye issues. Uh, I've seen many patients who, you know, don't really have a dental problem, but they have a hidden abscess or an infection, 
that is adversely affecting their body. And so we're going to be, we're going to be talking about that. So we've covered, um, the issue with mercury amalgams. We've uh, talked about the root canal. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about these hidden infections or cavitations. And then, uh, Dr. Uh, Azadeh is going to tell us a little bit about another treatment that she uses in her practice, aromatherapy. So we'll be right back after this break. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, and with me is Dr. Azali, and we're going to finish by talking a little bit about another serious dental issue, these hidden infections, uh, abscesses or cavitations that often can go unnoticed and be associated with many, many health issues, including vision problems. So your comments on, on, on these issues, Dr. Azadeh. Yes, um, Dr. Conrad, one of the most important factors and one of the strongest departments in all of my practice is my hygiene department. And in, in that department, we do a thorough evaluation of every single patient that comes to our office as a new patient in their gums, extensive assessment, to determine the health of their uh, gum, which is called the periodontal tissue. Uh, why do we get through that? Because that, at the very uh, detection of the infection, can be started at the very earliest stage with conditions like gingivitis. Sometimes patients come, they have a little bit swollen or just a slightly puffy, and then there is some bleeding involved, and they think that, you know, just because I haven't been uh, to a dentist for a year and now my gums are a little bit bleeding and it's not a big deal, uh, we do uh, look at it differently. We look at it from the standpoint that the gum is starting to bleed, but that is already the infection has uh, found its way through the system and inflammation is in process going on, and uh, if it's not addressed, then the depreciation of the periodontal uh, tissue is going to happen, and then that would lead to root canals, uh, chronic infections, uh, and also one cause of uh, cavitation. Of course, cavities can form on its uh, teeth that have healthy gums. It can happen on the teeth due to diet or the lack of uh, oral hygiene or some genetic factors. When we look at genetic factors, they are become secondary because oral hygiene and diet definitely uh, are primary factors. And so uh, why do we look so thoroughly about uh, you know, finding, detecting infection at the very, very stage, then it's not even real to some patients because of the systemic effect, because once that infection is in the mouth, is in the gum, it is going throughout the entire bloodstream, 
And I always tell the patient, your mouth is between your brain and your heart. From going down, it is affecting the heart, and it is also causing the affecting and inflammation. And not just correlating the correlating the lung disease with Alzheimer's, dementia, and other um, degenerative diseases. So. Um, any type of infection, it doesn't matter if it's on the tooth or if it is on the gum, it is a warning sign and it needs to be addressed accordingly. Uh, patients should not be complacent. Dentists should not be complacent with uh, when there is evidence of infection. So you have a favorite uh, recommendations for uh, good oral hygiene in terms of uh, cleaning the gums, uh, flossing. Maybe you could briefly go over your routine for good sure. dental hygiene. And sure. Uh, I do say there electronic toothbrushes, uh, especially um, the uh, sonic uh, care toothbrush. Uh, the vibrations effectively remove the uh, bacteria and also massages the gum. And there are uh, other sorts of uh, electric toothbrushes. If patients feel that, um, you know, Oral-B has a round design, uh, which some patients favor that, I don't have a particular... Uh, you know, necessarily when it comes, if patient is uh, satisfied and is getting the result, doing the job properly, that's all we care about. Um, but um, usage of uh, natural toothpaste, I would not use, I wouldn't recommend toothpaste that have uh, any toxic material, fluoride, uh, you know, uh, these are not really, if you have a good diet, you have good oral hygiene, you do not need fluoride for protecting your teeth from cavities. So you mentioned, you mentioned diet, and of course I always preach that a good diet is essential for the eyes. Are there particular foods that you need to avoid? that cause problems in terms of periodontal disease and poor dental health? Yes. Uh, basically, uh, sugar, uh, refined products, uh, carbohydrates, soda, uh, all of these are uh, definitely having a negative effect on the teeth. Uh, I always recommend to the patients, you know, if you do have to have something that is, you know, a starchy or um, sticky on your teeth or around your gum, at least make sure that you brush right away. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that people should not have any type of sweet or sugar or anything, um, but there are consequences and at least, um, you know, if the systemic effect of these products is going to be affecting them, but with manual brushing, 
they can remove the effect from their um, teeth. However, again, going back into the systemic connection, patients that have uh, diabetes, uh, I see that they are more prone to periodontal disease, and unfortunately, once they have the periodontal disease, it's much harder to control that. So uh, in this type of situation, uh, really the diet needs to be uh, paid attention to and followed uh, in order to keep things under control. Now, a favorite, a favorite uh, uh, method that I like to use is I have a water pick, and I ozonate the water uh, with ozone. So I, I, I kind of use that as a, uh, a, a dental a cleaning procedure, which I really like a lot, using ozonated water. Yes, this is absolutely the best because the oxygen... Uh, that uh, ozone reach definitely uh, targets the bacteria and the bacteria that cause the periodontal disease and the cavities, they cannot, uh, they are anaerobic bacteria. They cannot tolerate the oxygen. So that's the great method. Also, there are natural mouthwashes. I would not use necessarily over-the-counter mouthwashes with high concentration of alcohol. Is all sugar. Uh, unfortunately, some may contain uh, some sugar. I would use something simple or something as simple as hydrogen peroxide. Diluted hydrogen peroxide works very well. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we're coming to a close on Healthy Vision. And uh, Dr. Azali, I want to thank you so much for taking time and sharing with us uh, so much great information. Thank you, Dr. Conrad, for having me. It was a pleasure to be at your company. And uh, once again, uh, I thank you for all the knowledge, all the information that I gained uh, through your program. Uh, and I, I thank um, you very much. And to all of you that are listening, uh, uh, to your good health and clear vision. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Kondrat's newsletter, visit us at HealingTheEye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.